Well, hello and good day, magnificent human being. What a privilege and honor to be with you as always. I hope that wherever you are in the world, you're doing fantastic. I am sending you a massive hug through the airwaves. We have a fantastic episode for you today. We have myself, Native Elder David Lonebear, Senapast, Jacqueline Willette, and Amel Michael, and we are talking about Awakening Spiritual Conscious, the Star Teachings, and Group Healing. Um, this episode took place live in Maine at David's residence after his marriage to Jacqueline Willette, and uh, Amel Michael was there for the wedding. She's been helping a lot with the Star Teachings, so in this one, we talk about about uh, the star teachings, uh, spiritual conscience, where the star teachings come from. Um, Jacqueline Willette talks about a group healing that happened with David and the community a few months into the teachings. It's a really, a truly incredible story. I do apologize that the audio is not fantastic, um, but if you get through it, it's a really fantastic episode. So I do apologize for that. I know you're going to enjoy the episode. If you like it, please share it. Um, uh, tag me on, on Instagram at Matt Belair. Let me know where you're listening from. I always like to see where you guys are listening. Please leave a review on iTunes. That helps tremendously. Also, toss a buck in the bucket on Patreon. Um, that really helps. I am so excited today because I want to announce the birth of my daughter. Her name is Iris Catherine Sarah Belair. Um, she is beautiful. She is healthy. I'm so excited. I don't want to talk about um, my personal life too much on the air as far as their lives go, but uh, this is too important um, for me to to kind of hold back. So I'm so excited to bring her in the world. I'm developing some courses and taking a little bit of time to enjoy her birth and that whole process. So I'm so excited to announce that she is here and I am a happy father with a uh, beautiful, amazing partner as well. So that happened. Um, and yeah, uh, so I'm kind of lost now. Oh, the best thing that you can do is one kind of one kind act for someone today. If you want to support the show, and um, for those of you guys who are interested in coaching, hit me up. I'm working with a few incredible people right now, and really I'm focused on people who really want to level up. Um, so if you're somebody who wants to really get clear on what your life purpose is, you want to break through any kind of limitations and learn how to program and design your preferred reality. So even if you have no idea what it is, and you want to know how to design it. We can definitely help and. Um, design it mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, physically, all of it. Um, break through any kind of limitations um, and really demystify peak performance, law of attraction, and all, thing, all things mystif- mystical to learn the tools and systems that actually work to bring you a life that you are excited about, um, that you are passionate about. And that's really what the coaching is about. So hit me up, matt at zenathlete.com if you want that. And if you are with a organization or anything like that, you want some speaking or some training, anything along those lines, just make an inquiry matt at zenathlete.com i have a lot of programs for a lot of different people uh ranging in different ages because it really is timeless principles uh, that we can apply today to improve our lives all right i think that wraps that up i want to announce that i have teamed up with none other than tony robbins dean graziosi and russell brunson who are offering a free live training where they're going to share what they've been working on and what they call the knowledge business blueprint. They're going to teach you how to turn what you already know into income by tapping into the $129 billion information business without writing a book or creating a course. It is a free live training and it is with Tony, Dean, and Russell. You can attend this in-depth virtual training and walk away with a blueprint to make massive impact and massive profit. There are some who's who's who have done this training, who have taken the course, and it includes Lewis Howes, and I've 
got an opportunity to go through it and it's really in-depth. It is uh, so step-by-step, really every step of the way. It's truly incredible. So if you want to check it out, go to bit.ly forward slash knowledge biz b-i-z b-i-z blueprint that's knowledge biz blueprint and you'll be taken to a place where you can sign up for the absolutely free webinar and they are going to teach you how to start scale grow a business how to make an impact and all do it step by step so if you're interested in that go to bit.ly forward slash knowledge biz blueprint All right, so I think that wraps this up. I want to thank everybody for listening. I hope that you're having an amazing day. Let's come into a state of peace and coherence. Thank you to all my patrons as well, if I didn't shout them out. Um, So here we go. Uh, Wherever you are in the world, just stop what you're doing. Take in a deep breath in through your nose. Hold that breath and just let it out slowly, filling yourself with every and every cell and every muscle and every fiber of your being with joy, peace, contentment, energy, empowerment, connection, and ready to take on this incredible episode with David Lombear, Senapass, Jacqueline Willette, and ML Michael. Hello, everybody. We are here in Maine with David Lombear, Senapass, Jacqueline Olette, ML Michael, and myself. Welcome. We are here after some technical difficulties. We're going to talk about awakening spiritual conscience, the star teachings, probably some other things. But first and foremost, I want to congratulate David and Jacqueline because they are newlyweds and that's why we're here. So congratulations. It's great to be with you both. Thank you, Matthew. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> this is on anyway. <laughs> I feel so weird holding this, like I'm supposed to do something with the mic. <laughs> so we can see comments, so if you can't hear us, just let us know. Um, I'm not really sure what we're going to cover today, so this is David's mastermind, so we're going to let him take it from here. Great. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, good afternoon, everyone. Uh, my name is David Lombear Sonapas, and we're talking to you today uh, from um, uh, Cumberland, Maine, uh, back of my uh, porch. And, and I hope everybody's fine. Uh, we've just been um, doing some research the last couple of days, traveling around Maine, uh, doing some exploring, uh, and we have a very slim time limit. Uh, so everybody's going to be hitting out their directions in the next uh, day or so. Uh, well, we just wanted to say hello today and and kind of tell you uh, where we're at and what, what we're doing. Uh, I'd like to pass this over to Jacqueline. Uh, <laughs> we have this all scripted, so it's all, it's all read from the script, so just read the script. Okay. <laughs> and have to hold this, too. Uh, but it's the sacred mic. Yeah. The secret mic. <laughs> well, um, yeah, we are on our back porch, and it's a beautiful day in Maine. We've been kind of, I don't know, exploring a little bit. This is ML's first time being here uh, in Maine, so we tried to do some Maine-type things, um, <laughs> which we ended up going out to uh, the ocean the past two days. ML got to meet a giant lobster, so yeah. things, things are good. Things are good here. Um, it's good to have Matt back. Matt's been here a few times. Um, we had the wedding on Saturday, so a bunch of our friends came in from, from all over, from Canada and London, and 
I don't even know from a lot of different places. So it was good to have all our friends together. A lot of them had to travel on. So we have this uh, few days to be together and just kind of show ML around. And we took Matt to some places that he hasn't been before. Um, got some ice cream today. So anyways, it's really good to, <laughs> to have you guys here. You are. Hi everyone, good afternoon <laughs> and good evening. If you're in the UK, it's evening and good afternoon everyone in the US. Um, it's a pleasure to be here with Jacqueline and David and Max and congratulations again to the both of you and thank you for having me uh, in your home. I've been enjoying Maine, it's beautiful, it's uh, very green unlike London in certain areas. And we're um, bursting the bubble and learning about star teachings and in uh, enjoying every moment. And uh, those of that you know that I am uh, a musician, so that's kind of what I do. And it was nice to share some moments and play some music here and uh, also the flute. And I am going to pass the microphone over to Matt. <laughs> so that's, that's it for me for now. <laughs> All right. Well, this is the first time I've interviewed three people live with a, a wiggly mic, so it's, it's always interesting. I really have no idea what's going on. Um, but always coming to visit David and Jacqueline is fascinating. I always get a new history lesson, moving around, uh, learning more about the Native American culture, which I know very little of. And I think most Europeans, Canadians, Americans, non-Natives have no idea. Um, so the history is fascinating. And I was taken to new spots with Amel. And she's asking me questions, and I'm like, this is new to me. You know, every single time I, I go somewhere, I learn something new. It's a different history. Uh, it's very interesting stuff. Um, also, being in the house, David is always tinkering on something, like this mirror behind us. He's tinkering on that. There are triangles around and um, all kinds of fun stuff that I like to touch, but I get reprimanded, so I can't touch things. Um, <laughs> But, um, yeah, I think it's always fun being here and being around great community, and that's all I have to say with that. Um, David, do you want to share anything? Sure. Share a couple of things. Okay, share some things. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's good to – we've been traveling on the road for the last several years. Uh, we don't really get much downtime, and those downtimes that we have, it's usually resting or working. So it's good to spend some time with some friends uh, the last couple of days. Um, and do some traveling and just kind of relax a little bit and not looking for results or anything like that. Just uh, uh, spending some time with friends and uh, having some adventures. Uh, uh, the last a couple of days has been really fun because we get to go yesterday and, uh, along a, 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 the waterfront and uh, just sit around and play and, and check the water out and the birds. We had an eagle fly right over us. So, uh, 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 very young eagle were right over top of us and um and to see all that and to have a meal together and uh just laugh and, you know we haven't done that for a while is to be able to sit and laugh and joke and talk back and forth because uh these people that's beside me have done a lot of work there's a lot of other people that's out there that i would like to have sitting here with us because we've put a lot of time into this star teachings and a lot of volunteers, a lot of work out there that's being done, people behind the scenes that need to be um, um, to tell them thank you. So if you're out there, thank you, thank you, thank you. And eventually I'm going to get you sitting 
here too, uh, because this is more than uh, some some of the work that we do is uh, between the technical <laughs> technical part and trying to get on the air today uh, and um, putting those um, messages out there into the into the universe, uh, answering messages. Uh, we have a board, and we have a council. That that's all you know behind the scenes, uh, making this happen to uh, bring the teachings to you. A lot of the times that, uh, that we're out there, that um, that we're working effortlessly out there among communities, you know, we have we have a great support home helping us to put all this together and to put it out online and uh, things like that. Um, and it looks like effortlessly when we go online, but there's a lot of back things that's going on. So the next um, uh, several months, though, uh, we are increasing information that's going out there to the communities. And I find that uh, that we are ready for it. I've been looking at the numbers. We have a really good number of group out there that we would like to share this information with you. Uh, we, are, we are going to be uh, using a lot of the technical parts of getting that information to you. I've been talking with Matthew today how to get information on the Internet so you can see it. And I think that's going to be the important part is to see some of the research that we've been doing since we started teaching um, right now, I'm working with the disclosure project that the script and then getting some of the newer pictures of those unidentified flying objects out there on the net. Because right now, there's thousands of them, and there's most of them are CGI. Not all of them, but a lot of them are CGI. Uh, we're, we're looking away. If you have an idea how we can put that information on the, the internet, that'd be really good to uh, contact us. Uh, because right now, that we want to make sure this information goes out and it's not tampered with. And, so you can see that we are uh, giving you the best information possible. And that's what we're kind of here for. A lot of the research that I've been doing, um, it's going to be a lot of the field search uh, this uh, summer. We're going to go out into a couple of the corridors and hopefully to capture some of those objects live and, uh, and we'll work with that. Some of the other stuff that we've been doing, we're going to be traveling to a lot of the uh, events and bringing some information with us. And, and right now, though, if you want to know a schedule, go online, or somebody's going to tell you here which website to go on to go to that information. So um, we're working at the last couple of days and being able to talk with uh, the people here. Uh, the, the people here is the very important parts of uh, getting this information out there. They get the information and they put it into the ether uh, so you can see it. So that's a lot of work there, uh, MLs from the UK. Um, and Matthew is from uh, Canada, uh, um, and Jacqueline and I are here. Like I said, there's thousands of other people out there just helping. So. And we need more volunteers uh, uh, and uh, more help to get that information out there. Uh, some of it's not glamorous work, uh, but it's uh, but some of it's very um, uh, necessary to get that information out there. And uh, if you uh, want to volunteer, please contact the Star Teachings. Uh, we'll probably give you a link how to do that. And I find that um, that the response from all this information, or even what we're doing here, uh, it's, the numbers are good. Um, we, we are getting that um, information to you. And please keep on responding. An um, important thing here is that uh, the information that's coming through uh, Star Teachings, it's important that uh, you press that share button. Because when you share, that information goes goes and goes and goes. And when we all share, this information gets up there quicker. And if it gets up quicker, we get more information to you. Um, my fondest my hope in the next uh, uh, several months is to get to the UK, and uh, we'll, I'll be uh, talking over there, and I'm, I'm going to pass this to ML, 
and she's going to give you a little bit more on that scheduling. So uh, I wanted to, uh, uh, Matthew and I was going to do the interview today, but I want to put the, the increase the interviews with people. Uh, you know, just one or two, maybe seven and I'm done. So we're, we're working on that one. So this is ML. Uh, I got to meet her the last step. I have I've always seen her online. She's been communicating on uh, the last couple of days. I've been getting to know her better. Uh, she's a fantastic person. Um, she's very knowledgeable uh, in, in music and vibration. Um, if you get a chance to hear her sing, uh, you should listen to the same. Uh, is Thank you, David. Um, so, yes, the Star Teachings are coming to the UK this year in August and will be. We've got the date, so do check out the link that we'll be putting after this video below. So if you want to come along, you can, and just send me an email at nlmonocle.me.com so I know who you are and put you on the list. And it's a free event, so the teachings are free, um, which is important for us to let you guys know that. So there's no cost, and um, obviously if you'd like to donate, please do. So I'll be updating you guys very shortly as to confirm the dates and the venues. The venues will be probably based around Westminster, those that you don't know. UK Westminster is pretty central and um, you get to see the most amazing places. Those of you in the UK obviously know where that is. Um, it was important for us to connect, for, for we to connect and to bring the teachings over. Those people that do know more about it, I'm sure you have watched many of David and Matt's um, interviews and videos so please do uh, enlighten yourself if you haven't because I think it's something you should do and uh, to find out a little bit more um, as you can see behind David there's one of the pieces that he's been working on and it's uh, and a resonator and um, I'm not sure if this one is switched on no it's not switched on let's <laughs> <laughs> see we wouldn't want that do we guys um, <laughs> so yeah, so stay in touch. We're looking at August, and the dates are on the events, which we will share, like I mentioned. And please do check out the videos. David and Jacqueline are wonderful people that do share the act of kindness, and his teachings are focused on that. For you to be open, and a lot of people are quite close, and that's okay because we're all skeptical, and we've fed a lot of. I don't know, um, made up stories, but put it this way, everything that I've been learning whilst I've been here has been opening my mind so much more and my heart, and um, I can't wait to bring that over to the UK, which will be next month. It's coming really, really shortly, so be prepared if you're not, and um, thank you so much, Matt. I, I discovered David via YouTube, and I watched a few of his interviews, and I found that really inspiring. Uh, in fact, these teachings have been going on for how many years, David? Oh, over 20,000. Yep, 20,000 years. So you can only imagine what information there is for 20,000 years. So what I'm studying, uh, I think I'd learn a lot if I was alive from 20,000 years to now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so a lot of history there, and I think it's important to open our minds to uh, the past in the present, because I do believe it runs parallel. I'm sure all of you agree that time is linear in my mind. Anyway. So, yes, thank you, Matt, for everything that you've been doing. I find the work that you do inspiring and to help David and his star teachings 
a lot of hard work goes into this and I realise even more so now since I've been here there's a lot of work that goes into it and uh, so much more information will be revealed to you all for you to learn and come on board because if you do want to help reach out um, we're all open here and that's why I'm here today because I did reach out and think we all have a fear of not reaching out and it's important to do that because we need to be a community seven million likes we need seven million people to be open and embrace this 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 knowledge, this this kindness, you know, and this peace. Peace is what we're looking for, right? Those of you that disagree, oh, well, that's that's your call. Can't do any more than that. And so, if you have any ideas that you want to share with that, that something clicks in your mind that you feel that seven million likes is something that you could be a part of, and you want to help, reach out to myself, Jacqueline, and Matt. Please do, and to start teachings. And that's all from me. And once again, thank you very, very much, Jacqueline. I'm not for having you. I'll be here for a little bit longer and I will be sharing some more information on my Instagram of like pictures and the fun that we're having. This fun is important. Thanks, <laughs> <Yes>, Mel. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, thanks for all the work that you're doing in the UK. Um, David, since I met him a few years ago uh, at a festival of all places, and was sharing stories and began to learn more about the teachings and his history. And I was very curious about uh, Native American history because I had no idea anything about it. And so the more I learned, it was interesting because the teachings are free, but he has to travel around. And so last year when I was here going to meet with Mahudi in Sedona, California, all these different places, we have to figure out how the heck to get there, uh, how to do the teachings, how to do the technology. And I find that most people are most concerned with the technology. We want to know about this thing and that thing. And yet, it's really interesting, but it helps with community. And that's the thing that we need to, to build in the community and resonance of kindness, compassion, and happiness is the main part. And as I understand it, I'm always learning new things that um, your elders ask you to share this with non-age for the first time. And it's a requirement that we build community. And there's something with the number of people. He talks about the numbers and um, wanting to speak to 2,000 people. I think that what he shared on the podcast before was that uh, there's something lost in translation. There's something, even though we're live now, there's something lost in translation between what we're communicating now and what we can communicate in person. So being in person is a really big deal. And so I just wanted to ask David to possibly speak about that a little bit, why it's so important to um, be in person, uh, why 2000 is such an important number. But before I give the mic, David, I know Jacqueline's favorite thing is talking live <laughs> on YouTube, but she always does a really great job introducing David, and she's been with him for a long time and knows a lot, and so I'll ask her a lot of questions about just the history and perspective, because, you know, like I like to say in the podcast, it goes into Yoda mode, where I'll, I'll ask him a question, and I'm learning more and more why he does that, um, but it won't be a direct answer, and it's kind of like, I don't I can't explain it, but uh, over time, you learn more bits and more bits and more bits, and you realize why it's not really a straightforward thing. So um, I just wanted to pose that question to Jacqueline as well. Why is it important that we gather in person and possibly give you guys an understanding of where these teachings come from, what they've been doing, um, what it's been like to try to share um, this knowledge with other people? Because as I've been around for just about you know, a year traveling and doing the workshops, the way that the Western world works 
and this information and the culture works and the guidelines or principles or whatever you want to call them, the way that they need to be distributed is not like the Western world marketing your pineal gland activation, UFO spaceship, you know, and, and hype it all up. It, it's not that at all. It's something completely different. It's ancient, it's sacred, and it's not about a quick fix pineal opener. And you just get that and you get your coupon and your merit badge and you run on your way and you go to another workshop. It's a very different thing. Um, and so that's part of what I've learned. So with that said, I'll give it over to Jacqueline. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and now I'll say a few things that I want to comment on. Um, first of all, that she emphasized fun. And in the start teaching, is part of the understanding of what David is saying is that a lot of things are acronyms. So they have the word in that meaning. Oftentimes in English, words have four, five, seven, ten, sometimes fifteen different meanings for one word. And that can all apply in sentence. Um, so each word that is spoken is, is really novel. So fun, for instance, you know, we can think about having fun people who been running or something or dancing, singing, whatever you think is fun. Um, but as an acronym, fun stands for four uniting nations. And then it's kind of what we're, we're doing right now. It's using for fun, the teaching for fun. So we have fun and enjoy, um, but we're also, you know, we have a mouth, not coming from Canada, and here we are, um, just being together and doing our time together. I think that's really important. Um, and I know also, that said how she had reached out, she wanted to help. And I remember being so overwhelmed with the amount of messages we were receiving, Star Teaching, Mention Echoes, the David's uh, personal emails, Facebook. And we had had a bunch of events, and I was looking through, going back and looking through the Star Teaching's messages, and there was a, a flyer in there. And I looked at the flyer, and the event had happened the night before. It was a sweet message, and it just said, hello, I, I really want to help. I don't know how to help. So I thought I would create this flyer and send it along. That was from Amal. So I, I reached out and I said, thank you so much. It, it really felt like it helped the vibration uh, that we were trying to, to put out with that event. And I just felt her kindness in that moment, even though it was you know, really with technology. So we originally connected there and did my research on her. Uh, I looked her up and I see that she's a singer. And just seeing her sing on, on stage and that I actually hear that vibration, it just felt really familiar to me. So over the past few months, we connected, and, and it is because she, she reached out and offered the help. All of us have different skills and things to offer. Sometimes you know, we have something to offer that nobody else knows until, until you say something. So we do need lots of help for creativity, um, making flyers, making, making things, singing, speaking, sharing, whatever whatever lights you up, that's, that's always what helps. <laughs> 
So reach out if you can. Um, so we can use the internet goes, we can out in the mall, any of those places, and see what we can do. Um, this is about being together, about working together, about finding 7 million people to work together to look in that direction. So we all don't have to be doing the same thing. Just being in a dance together to I'm not always talking about why is it so important to be together in person. Um, what I can say is that it feels really different to hear the teachings in person, to be in a group of people, to receive those teachings. It's really different than listening on YouTube. Um, there's a whole layer that kind of gets lost with people that transition to the technology. The early teas, the early speaks when David first started sharing in 2012, those were very, uh, it's a palpable energy. I'd say it was powerful, but it was like you could actually feel it, people could feel it. So we were in groups of 100 people sometimes with the massive thing that they would speak. And then we would get together in tea, which was a circle of community. And then try to figure out what was said in that speech. And, you know, if each word is a novel, then we could spend the whole entire three or four hours on the sentence of <laughs> that speech. But in in that coming together, we have our energy field. Everything has a, a field. Um, with the human energy field, it goes out at least 16 feet in all directions. And when we sit in a circle, as we do in tea, those, all of our energy fields are put together and we create another field of community from being together in person. We can't do that over the phone. If we're only going out 16 feet, then people that are on the phone can, can tap in, but it's different. So when we're, we're together, say we have 24 people in a circle, we create this bubble together, community bubble, and it's amplified by each one of us sitting there together. When we do the teas, we make sure that everybody's voice is heard. We create a safe space so that people can be open. And in that, in that vortex that we create by being together, when the teachings are shared, we're actually able to receive them. And we're working with um, actual physical energy. David used to say, baseball does, but the smart teachings are fluffy. They take the fluffiness out of it. Now, I'm a lover of unicorns and crystals <laughs> and all those things, and I didn't understand what, what that meant. But being in the actual physical teachings, I can feel a difference between sort of like a concept and a mind idea to actually feeling a difference energy to actually feel that and experience it, to be able to hold it beyond that gathering. So with each person that's added to that circle, that energy is amplified a little bit more. And if we can, I mean, I've been in a group of 380 people receiving the teachings, and that was absolutely incredible. My body was vibrating for weeks after. But we're looking right now for 2,000 people to gather together so that 
for one, it's the, the physical holding of the teachings, and then the understanding that comes as those teachings are unlocked. So we need 2,000 different uh, perspectives on hearing that message and then talking together to what that message is that's being delivered. So anyways, I'm looking forward to more gatherings in person. Super psyched to have some of my best friends here. So Jacqueline has a pretty amazing story. Um, she also did an amazing podcast with me. She is a, what do you call it, a survivor of Lyme disease? Yeah, Well, she got mangled by Lyme disease. It whooped her so intensely. And she battled back from that. It's a really incredible story. Lyme disease is something I learned about coming to Maine. I had no idea. And and it's it's intense. It's awful. Um, but she has an amazing story of, of overcoming that and what she had to go through. So check out Jacqueline Ouellette. We'll, we'll put the O-U-I-M-L-E-T-T. E, Matt Belair, listen to that episode. It's a very powerful episode. And, um, you know, I love unicorns also. And, you know, <laughs> and I was looking up all things mystical and trying to find the bounds between what is real, what is my body capable of, mind, body, spirit with like martial arts. Can I break stone with my hands? So that's why I went to China to see if they could. Well, these uh, Shaolin monks could, but are you willing to train all day, every day for years and punk? punch trees because you're not doing it in a weekend don't send me videos if you're doing it in a weekend it's a trick i know that <laughs> so anyways um so jacqueline in this process and what we're learning here is trying to distinguish uh what is real from what is not real what works and what doesn't work and in the recovery of um Lyme, she has a really amazing story that i don't think she shares very often outside of being in person so she's going to share it now that's what i was asking you for her to do because um, it's a very, very powerful story. So I will, oh, and I also asked David once, I don't know if you, you can nod, but let me know, but it's, and you got to be very direct. So he's like, one person can't heal anyone. He kept saying that to me. But then one day in the teachings, you figured out, and I was like, oh, one can't heal someone, but three can. Is that true? Something like that? And three or more. You need, you need a combination. And it goes into like a whole three-hour or five-day lecture if uh, you got time for it uh, but that's the idea we need to work together so it is around that principle that you will receive this story so we'll give it back that to Jeffrey so thanks for sharing thanks Matt um, yeah I think that one's 23 years straight of teaching <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so I had uh, Lyme disease from a bite of a tick I had Lyme and also which is a, a bacteria and then I had babesia, which is a chronic malaria that goes into the red blood cells. So I had gotten sick, uh, pretty sick, pretty quickly. Uh, I got into my central nervous system. And around Maine and, and New England at that time, they thought they had treated me for 30 days with medications. And then but I, I would be good after that. I, my condition actually continued to decline after 
that for the next two and a half years. And I went to looking at every other disease that I could possibly have, the best I could have, all around New England, lots of um, vision therapy, neurologic therapy, speech therapy, cognitive therapy, all these therapies because they thought that the Lyme had caused a brain injury, but I was still trying to recover from that brain injury. But wasn't known as that I had an ongoing infection. So it went from neurologic and vision and memory issues to eventually I was pregnant for about two and a half years. And my body started shutting down, couldn't digest food very well. And it was all because the nerves were all affected. And um, in kind of a, a longer story, but in that, in that place, I kind of was forced to get beyond a medical system with the Western medicine. And I explored almost everything else that I could to get my health back. And so I decided to work towards getting my health back. I went to Peru, I traveled all over the U.S. looking for teachers, looking for people that could help my, my situation. I just wanted to live pain-free. I wanted to be able to remember my sister's names and just to have fun again and be able to even walk through the woods or go to the beach. And so I, I traveled all over. I did spend 16 days in Peru. Those teachings are really helpful. Uh, I went beyond just the physical treatment. So I did um, a physical treatment, but I also worked on the way that I saw the world, the way that I perceived the illness. All of that helped. And I got to a place where I could walk again. I walked about a mile a It was kind of, kind of living again. It was way better than being in bed. So. I had gone past what the doctors thought was possible, um, but then it hit sort of like this other ceiling. And I, I knew that there was more, and I didn't know where how to do it. When I came to the start teachings, I listened to David's words, and somehow a lot of what he was saying made sense. I actually went into the teas at, you know, being part of all these different spiritual communities, there were like pockets around Maine, so I was part of this group and part of this group, and all the groups that they were very open and welcoming to everybody, but those groups weren't really so mixed together. When I came to the teas, it opened up, and all those, uh, like people from all those different groups came into the teas, and that gave a whole different perspective of life, of spirit, what we thought about healing, and um, that's when I heard about the, you know, the fluffy stuff, and you know, at that time, I was like, well, maybe this crystal will heal me, so I'll get 26 pounds of quartz crystals, because I heard those are good, and some Venerian crystals, because those are supposed to help me with creativity and get dreams, and so I was just um, doing whatever I could, and I, I didn't actually know what was really working and what wasn't. But through going to the teas and meeting people in the community, that helped so much. Just sitting together. I used to sit and have my hoodie over my face because I didn't want to interact with anyone. I felt like I had been too sick and just not really worth it. 
and feel a team that kind of opened me up to start saying hello and introducing myself and finding out who other people were and who, who that that was part of the healing process. Um, I remember thinking like, well, maybe David can heal me, and I asked him. <laughs> and uh, he said, well, maybe I can, but then you don't know how to do it yourself. So some of the things that were suggested to me were to, it was very subtle, but um, changes in diet and to run, he kept saying, you know, are you a runner? And I'd say, no, you know, I used to be when I was younger, but I bought my mind, I couldn't do it. But just hearing that voice uh, kind of encouraged me to start doing that. So I started running, just on that mile walk, I'd run a little bit, jog a little bit. So I built up some of my strength that way. And just going out and doing these different acts of kindness that changed a lot, that brought more light to me, giving more just to heal myself, uh, to keep working on that process. And then it continued going to the teens. It was almost six or seven months in. And the community was in resonance. They were working together. The teams were 50 or 60 people at times coming together, traveling a couple hours away to be fun with me. And we were so, um, so much in resonance that David was able to do some of the teachings. So he was teaching for energy teachings, so we worked with Zoodites, we worked with some of the chants, and we did one of the bees breath. We shared this, this bees breath with us and, and told us that it was, that it was important to know what we were doing when we were using this breath, that you know, there had to be somebody to guide us through. So we were practicing and, um, and being together in that circle. And he said it, it's actual physical energy, it's electricity, it's the Earth's energy. So as we, we practiced that, at one point he had they come into the center of the circle and everybody put their hands on the back. So everybody was standing around me doing this deep breath towards me and I was in the middle and I just closed my eyes and I could feel that vibration just from people's breath. It's like a hum almost and I could feel it going through my whole body. I don't know how long they did it. It looks like the windows were actually shaking. There's so much energy and when they stopped and stepped away I could still feel that vibration and feeling and I couldn't believe that this community had done this and opened my eyes and I saw so much light and they all sat down and continued on with the two and I was just sitting there like <laughs> just like a super adult I have no idea what's going on um, this must not be the fluffy stuff um, this is a little uh, I just felt so much energy that I hadn't had and this is I think about seven or eight years after I was like that sick, so I hadn't had that much energy probably ever before in my life. But I wonder one woman leaning over and saying, You're glowing. <laughs> but I am. It's like I'm all thankful that this got plugged in. Um, but then after that, um, 
um, they continue with the tea, and we were encouraged to journal. And I had forgotten about this, so I went back and looked at my journals, and I have pages and pages that I wrote. I don't know what this energy is. I just, I just, you know, I feel like I drank so much coffee. I need to do something. Like I need to do something with this energy. I can't just sit here because I'm like, you know, just so full of energy. I have to do something. And so that's when I started running more and was able to just build up my strength from that. The community gave me a jump start to get over that hurdle and to continue on my journey. So that is one example of one of the teachings that we can do once we're together, once we're in resonance, then we can work with some of these ancient teachings and like help our community members get over a hurdle or a bump in the road or whatever is going on. And so anyways, I'm grateful for that experience because I probably would be grateful for Thank you for sharing that story. And so if you listen, what you'll notice is that part of the stipulations that I've learned anyway is that community is a big part of it. And like, do not pass go, do not collect 200. Because if you're watching these videos and you're curious like I was, I want the magic and all the stuff and all the teachings right now, the way that I can understand it and apply it right now and then, you know, do my meditation or whatever and have it. But it doesn't work that way. And spending all summer um, with David and Jacqueline and learning more, I hear stories like that and the importance of community and not one person. And as much as Jacqueline uh, loves the microphone, David also really doesn't want to be the front piece. The first podcast that we did a couple of years ago now, I remember uh, us talking and he really didn't want to go live. He really doesn't want to do it this way. But I think that it's been a little bit forced to get the word out there about this stuff using a, a technology like Facebook and like YouTube to share these things. But it's really about community. So these teachings are ancient. Uh, they're sacred. They're not something that is fluff. This is not made up stuff. This is not, uh, I don't know, it's not your regular running mill stuff, but there's a protocol and there's a, there's a respect that is necessary and there's stipulations that David's elders gave him in order for us to receive that. And really it's basically it being community and cooperation, which seems very challenging to do. <laughs> um, so, um, so those are, I think, very important pieces of this. And I've heard many incredible stories like that. And the more that we're able to work together in person, uh, the more we're able to receive these teachings. So there's something with 2,000 people. There's something with uh, just being together. And so with that being said, I'll just give it to David because I know he loves chatting. Um, but uh, to kind of add any words about what's been said or if you want to add anything about being in person or anything at all. So here you go, David Lombard, Santa Claus. <laughs> Thank you, oh, Matthew. I'll hold it for you. Awesome. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you, Jacqueline and uh, Matthew. Um, well, wow. You know, this journey has been a long journey. Um, most of it's been a lonely journey. Um, traveling through the country and, and talking and teaching and and uh, seeing if anybody's listening. No, we're out there into the world looking for things. Uh, we look, we're looking to be healed. Uh, we're looking to uh, have a, some sort of connection to spirit, to God or creator. 
and we look very intensely. Uh, we look at other communities, churches, all the different things out there. They're trying to come up with a relationship with these uh, connections. And some of us look for a long time for this connection. Sometimes we don't uh, really find anything. Uh, we find friends and communities, but they soon to be evaporated, go away, or people forget what they're doing. Start teachings are about community, and it's really not about me. When people want to uh, give me that light, I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, but the attention goes back on you, the community, uh, because you're looking for peace on earth. I don't have any formulas for peace on earth. The only thing I could uh, give you right now is peace of mind, and that is um, enjoying this day uh, at the end of the day. Hopefully you've done enough good things so you close your eyes that night and go into the spirit world and wake up the next morning into this world. You know, I'm trying to take that fluff out of it because a lot of it feels good on a beautiful day like this. The last couple of days we've been having a really good time. The weather's been good. The sun's been good out there and, and, and we've just been enjoying it. I mean, could we enjoy that day in the middle of February when it's 10 below zero and the wind's blowing? And we're all, you know, rocks playing. If we are in the vibration of spirit, they should not be in the, the friendship should be there. I would be a little bit colder in a different environment. We should be able to share all that adventure that same day. Um, it doesn't matter. Sometimes on that day, it could be the greatest day. You can still have the most fun with uh, the community or your, your friends and stuff like that. But I don't think that's in the spirit world. Sometimes it's all have to be touched by my heart. So I'm like, yeah, that, that, you can do that. But the creators gave us a gift every day of uh, opening our eyes, opening the spirit to this world. You know, yes, there's some tragic things in this world. There's wars and all the things and that goes on. You live a life, you live a job. You're having a hard time with it. You're, you're having a hard time with a relationship with your friends or something like that. That's all part of uh, what this world is made of. It's what we... Um, decide to do when we're here. You know, so it's kind of hard to uh, get over that acceptance of where we are today and what we're doing. You know, uh, physical pain, yes, we're going to always have that. That's so we don't stump our feet all the time. Um, emotional pain, that is uh, that uh, we want to be able to have friends in this world. Uh, we want to have girlfriend, boyfriend relationships and uh, all different other relationships out there. That's part of understanding what that is. Is that it's, you know, I know it's a lot of my lectures that I do. It's, it's not people are coming and looking, hopefully, they're going to, uh, I'm going to heal them or do something. I, I can't do that. I can't heal you. That, you're the only one that can heal yourself in this world. And it's showing how to do that. I can do that. I can show you how to do that. Um, and, and sharing the teachings out there and becoming, you know, these people come from along this way to, to sit with me to uh, come with the teachings. You can do that. You don't have to do that. You can ask them. You know, you see, I gave the secret to them, so I'll contact them. They give you the secret. Go see them. But I think um, the last couple of days, I've uh, been really enjoying the uh, company and, and listening and, and having fun. We stay late up at night talking about crazy things. Um, we sleep in in the morning, <laughs> which you're supposed to do. You know, you're supposed to sleep in until you get enough sleep. But uh, coming to the start teachings and bringing the teachings out there, uh, it's nothing too crazy. It's teachings are nothing, nothing crazy. A lot of it is just, uh, just listening. And most people don't do that. 
They, they, they want the candy of spirit. Right? They want the sweet tasting stuff. But a lot of this stuff is bitter uh, because our, sometimes our lives are bitter. Too. So we're learning to make, for the last couple of days, I've been working with candy. I was able to work with. And I've been learning a lot about candy. Yeah, why it's sweet, how it stays together and all that. Part of the chemistry. Uh, but it's like anything else. It's a learning experience and I've learned a lot. And the last couple of days, I just got married. The most beautiful woman I know. And I'm ready for another incredible journey to this earth and, and, and experience. So we're going to hit, hit the, go around the world again. So here we come. I just want to thank you this afternoon for joining us here. Uh, let's see, with your beautiful friends. Uh, stay tuned. There's a lot more things coming. And I'm hoping uh, the next uh, seven months to speak to 2,000 people. It's very important. Uh, to understand what that volume is, 2,000 people—that's 2,000 people in one place. You know, we talk, we talk about that vibration, and then we talk about energy. You know, energy of 2,000 people looking in one direction—that's going to be incredible. I'll get more in another podcast, but uh, I just want to thank you this afternoon for joining us, and thank you, Matthew, for coming all this way, and and and. And um, Jacqueline, and uh, I see my dog wandering around here and thanking. And I just want to thank you and thank you. So I was thinking, thanks for sharing that, since now I've traveled so far to see you and to learn more and to discover more, is it okay that she gets the mic best? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So guest host, I'm now Michael, and we're David Lombard's <laughs> podcast. Forty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> that was fast. Hardly know. Um, <laughs> so, I've seen that you've created a biodome, which is a huge dome made this year. I haven't seen it, and it's uh, recently been turned on. Um, my question to you, David, is that how did you create the design? What What was the like? Where did the the idea come from? Where Where was it birthed from? And um, why is it created? Oh, wow. Um, well, it just, it's, the biodome has been created back in the 70s by John Denver uh, for the project that he was doing for uh, Educal. Um, and where that biodome is, there were many communities. So there's the Shia, you know, Saint Shia, and a couple other communities there. Um, they were seeking the truth, too. Uh, they were seeking how to live in this world better. To be able to grow and to uh, have communications with each other. You know, that organization stayed together for several years. Other organizations went in there. Uh, but I think that to unite, unite people, we have to have a common cause. And, and that's what the biogram was. It was a common cause of having peace in the world, be able to eat better, be able to uh, understand what the earth's energy way the biogram was built. Built on a, um, a magnetic player or magnetic uh, wave, uh, where the magnetic pulse comes from. So it was built right on top of it. So whoever built it, uh, built, built it in the right place. What I'm doing is just amplifying that energy through ancient technologies that I know. It doesn't have to be a biodome. Uh, that's a lot of people come, uh, come and build me a biodome. I can do that, but you, it's not necessary with the biodome around. Um, uh, what the design, what you're looking for is a tetrahedron. It's a, it's a triangle, a uh, building that's built on a triangle. 
and, and what's the technology inside it, and that would be called a star lodge. Yeah, so the biodome is, they don't exactly have to have the round screen on top, but it helps. It helps the channel the inside. But if we had a tetrahedron, it would do a lot more focus, and uh, you can do a lot more with it. So a part of that technology is through the copper scrolls, uh, how to um, bring resonance to community. And the uh, technology that's in the biodome has a, a resonance energy in it. It's a balance between what's called an uh, inverted magnetic wave. Uh, inverted magnetic wave, uh, it's like when lightning hits, uh, there's a pulse where it comes out, and when the pulse hits each other, it becomes inverted. I mean, it's backwards for a couple of seconds, and that will give you your light. So that's part of it. There's more technical part of it. There's more technical than that. But that's kind of the way to do uh, we can relate to this energy because most of the energy spots out there that I can measure uh, what this magnetic pulse is. And we have a gland in the back of our head that I call it the spiritual gland. We can relate to it. Uh, a lot of the energies that uh, we see, it, it's uh, ion energy that makes that uh, that's how we feel. Uh, if you have a religious experience or spiritual experience, that that gland is active. Not, not the cranial gland, but the gland that the gland in the back of the head. So that brings us in it. So it gives us an opportunity to open that up into the, uh, the spiritual realm. Thank you. My own. There's this point to the, um, the, the one that I'll about to sort of mention is that David, what, what you do you think on um, the biodome and on measuring the magnetic field and really being in tune with what you're doing as a scientist, you know, mathematician, um, having years of this practice and learning uh, how long did it take you to sort of learn this? And did you have great, did you have teachers to teach you and to push you to develop that? I don't know if I was pushed, but um, yes, I have uh, many teachers out there that have uh, taught me a lot about electrical and magnetic fields and um, theories, uh, a lot of uh, physics, uh, your physics, uh, a lot of math, how to uh, incorporate math into spirituality, and um, uh, what we really looking Yes, I have many teachers that, uh, that helped me to come up with an understanding. Uh, we figured out all the teachings, if I put all the teachings into a Paper form, like the form is not that I would have 13 doctorate degrees, right? 13 doctorate degrees in what I know. But that's just, I'm not holding anybody to that, but it's like, that's what the, my education was. It's like, all right, you want to know what um, a crystal does? And you, I know that there's a lot of things going out there. Uh, say it's science, all the science, this does this stuff, right? but most of the stuff is like, Yes, but we we are a I don't say dogmatic. We have a tendency to believe the unrational. So that's really hard out in this world, especially as a scientist. Uh, most people attack my um, education. And I hear it, uh, several people do that. You know, you know, you're just an Indian, something like that. It's okay. When you teach me, well, you know, in our in my culture, we have doctors, we have mathematicians, we have the well, the only thing that separates us is the education. The diploma on the wall, you know? 
Yeah, the only thing on my wall is I have a picture of Matt <laughs> <laughs> on the medical piece. <laughs> so, but it's like, you know, how do we trust what we're looking at? And, you know, I know that I've gone to a lot of these conferences and people say this does this, does that. And like, maybe, and I, I don't like what there's more because I don't know everything. But, you know, we should, if we see something out there, we should really question it. Really question what we're looking at. And if it does what it, they say it does. Because if you look into this world and look at, you see that um, back in the 20s, this belt fits around you and the motor moves, it shakes, it shakes, shakes you and it's supposed to get rid of fat. You'd be better off carrying this thing around and, and doing <laughs> this thing because you burn more calories than that. But we've done is we see something. We, we don't want to do the work to move the weight or do the work to get better. We want this thing on us, or we, you know, that, you know, a lot of it, they're using a mild electric shock, a very mild electric shock was a light. Um, doesn't do anything. I mean, it, it feels great, but it, it really, you know, a lot of times you want to be more sensitive, go to water. Put yourself up in the water like this. See if you can hear the whales. Uh, one of the experiences I didn't know was social with a bunch of people is that bringing them out into the water, there, there's a place where the whales are. And submerge them in more water like that, and the whales sing under the water, and you can absolutely feel the whales sing. Wow. So that's an actual experience, you know. But all this other technology stuff, you know, if you want to be able to lose calories, um, a mile will do it a day. Yeah. 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 If you want to build muscle, well, take a rock out, you know, keep taking that rock out, you know. There's no, there's some pills will help you, but the act, the creator gave us his body for a reason, you know, just to. We're going to swim, and then we're going to need to fight gravity off every day. Every day of our life, we need to get fight gravity. But there's no special way of doing it. The astronauts realize if you're in space, you have to exercise, but there is no gravity. And you get bone deterioration right off. So within three days, so if you're on the earth, you better start exercising. You better walk, you know. You know, you know, walk around your house, um, do something. Yeah. Get that money when you're young, what did you do? You ran all climb trees. Well, we had a tree climbing uh, contest. I asked my father, was 64, he won. <laughs> train wise, train. Yes. train. Train like you play. <laughs> well, thank you guys for coming. I appreciate you coming from England now. Sharing her songs with us, pretty much if you have a conversation with her, she will sing something back to you, which is very neat. I've never met a human who does that. <laughs> so that's fun, and uh, it was a privilege to be at your wedding. Thank you guys for the invitation. It was a very beautiful experience. Happy for you guys. I wish you all the best in the world. And definitely thank you for doing the podcast. I know it's one of favorite things, but you spoke very well. And David as well, even though he's getting more comfortable, he's really not a fan of being on camera or being front and center. So I'm very grateful for you continuing to share your history, although it has been an immense challenge and pain in the butt that very few people know about what it has taken for them to get here, what they've gone through. It is absolutely ridiculous, and I think that I probably would probably would have folded, you know, a fraction into what they had to deal with. So. I have immense respect for all the people around me. Does anybody else want to say anything else? Um, I'd like to say thank you for everyone who did come to the teas in the UK, and thank you to those who are coming and that have come to us to all. 
that wraps up that amazing episode i hope that you enjoyed that conversation check it out live on youtube i hope that uh, the audio was okay um thank you to everyone who is sharing who supported who's left a review on itunes who's supporting on patreon it helps immensely i appreciate you for those of you guys who are interested in coaching just hit me up matt at zenathlete.com or speaking or training or anything along those lines for those of you guys who are interested in the new brand new free live training with tony robbins go to bit.ly forward slash knowledge biz b-i-z blueprint knowledge biz bit.ly forward slash knowledge biz blueprint you will be taken to a place where you can get to the free live webinar it's amazing it's worth a watch you're going to learn a ton um and it's very incredible model um you're going to learn a lot in that training and they have a lot to offer in their course as well which i was a which a privilege jeepers cripe which was a privilege to go through so um if you want to check that out head over there and i think that wraps it up um i'm just kind of a little bit what do you call it like uh, flabbergasted with the little one uh, i'm still getting used to the cries and all that kind of stuff that comes with new babies and uh my my head probably isn't on exactly straight to try to get all what i got to do with the podcast and all that kind of stuff but uh do my best but anyway i love and appreciate you guys i hope that wherever you are in the world you're doing fantastic let's close this up by coming to a state of peace and coherence so wherever you are in the world just stop what you're doing taking a deep breath in through your nose Hold that breath and just let it out slowly, filling every cell and every muscle and every fiber of your being with peace, joy, contentment, empowerment, connection, enthusiasm, inspiration, and ready to take on the rest of the day. So thank you so much for listening, and I will see you in the next episode.